0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. Um, Today's episode is all about creating a welcoming environment for your kids. Now, I teach English as a foreign language to little Italian children here in Italy. But um, actually, this um, episode may be helpful for anybody, no matter what you teach. It's just a great way of um, some great ideas, I should say, for um, welcoming your kids and making them feel more at ease. So enjoy. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, as always, and sit back, enjoy, see you later. You want your kids to feel safe, comfortable, and welcome in your classroom, right? Well, you've come to the right place then, because in this video, I'm going to walk you through some strategies that'll not just put them at ease, they'll also make you feel more confident as a teacher and more um, in control of your classroom. I've also got a surprise for you, so stick around till the end, but I promise it's going to make for a fabulous first lesson and create a very welcoming environment. So stick around. Hi, I'm Adriana, the creator of the English is Fun method. If you're new to my channel, welcome. You'll find tips and tricks for teaching English to young children. If we want the kids to feel more at ease, then we have to feel more at ease as well. So the first thing you want to do is look in the mirror. Take a look at your posture. How are you standing in front of your kids? Because if your arms are crossed, that's gonna look like you don't know what you're doing. Make sure also that you're standing in a position where all of the children can see you, and therefore keep eye contact with them. Make sure you enter the role of teacher. Remember, a teacher is a guide, a friend, a mediator, a leader. And this is what your kids are looking for in you. Check your voice when you speak as well. You want to have a voice that is strong so that the, so that it carries and the kids can hear you, but you don't want to sound screechy or like you're screaming. Check your attitude. We want to be happy, but we don't want to go overboard. Your class is going to reflect you. If you're a very calm teacher, chances are your class is going to be quite calm. If you're very chaotic and energetic and all over the place, well, don't complain if your kids do the same. Now take a look at your classroom. First things first, the seating arrangement. What does it look like? Make sure your children are seated in such a way that everything you present them is visible, whether it be a blackboard behind you or a book that you're showing. We are living in these social distancing times, so it's important that when you present on your material, it is large enough that the children can see it. Distracting elements. You might think that Mickey Mouse poster is really cute in your classroom and your shelf full of toys is, you know, so child-friendly. No, it's not. (laughs) I mean, yes, it is in the sense that they will like it, but they might like it too much. And what you really want to do is make sure you have no distracting elements in your classroom. We don't want parents in the classroom while your children are working because we all know what that's like, right? The kids never behave the way they normally do. But I do believe that we should invite parents into our classroom either before we start our courses or if it's during the year after Class hours. We want them to see what we've done or what we will be doing. We want to lay down any rules and expectations, get to know one another. I think this is very important to establish a relationship between teacher and Parents And I think it's a great opportunity also to explain how you do things. I mean, what method are you using? What will the children be doing? You guys know me. I'm all about method. I, I cannot stress enough the importance of having a method. You can be a mother tongue teacher. You can be energetic and full of ideas, but if you don't have a method. You cannot wing it when it comes to teaching a foreign language to a child. Um, You definitely need a method. And if you want to know about my method, I've dropped a link in the description box below. So check it out because that's the only good thing this pandemic has brought is it has opened up this online um, education, I guess, uh, world. And uh, I think that's great. So at least one good thing, right? Always see the positive side. I'm curious to know, however, if you're already using a method and if, you know, what that method is. So let me know in the comments below. Okay? The kids are outside your classroom and now they have to come in. What I like to do is stand outside the classroom and wait for them there. I greet them at the door, I greet their parents, and starting my lesson outside the classroom gives me the opportunity to see if anyone is a little bit hesitant about coming in, especially if it's the first lesson or the first few lessons. And what I like to do is a little game of choo-choo train. I get all the children in a line, they're holding onto each other's waists and coming in together. And that allows kids to get a little bit more courage because they're not stepping through that door by themselves. Once inside the classroom, I like to have some personal items that I could share with my kids. Pictures of myself, of my house, my cat. Um, That way I can talk about myself and show them and share with them a little bit about my personal life. You can invite them to do the same, asking them to bring in a favorite toy the next time. Now, If you've been listening carefully, you know I don't like toys in the classroom, but I'm talking about a different type of toy. This is a transitional toy. And what this transitional toy is going to do is connect home and classroom with an invisible string Um, and it's not going to be a toy that you're going to use in the classroom. Transitional toys are very important, especially when you're working with preschoolers at the beginning of the year. What we want to do is work on group formation. We want the children to feel that they belong. And there are lots of things that you can do, um, games that are not competitive, or there's a lot of interaction with other children, these types of things. Well, I said there'd be a surprise and there is thanks for sticking around. If you want to grab Maya activities for group formation. You can do so and they're absolutely free. All you have to do is join my email list. So I'm just going to put a link in the comments below. If this video was helpful, give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. As I said in the video, if you want to grab my icebreakers, just leave your email and get on my mailing list and you can download them for free. So I hope that was helpful and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.